going to pray. Father, we uh, just thank you. We just praise your holy name. We pray, Father, Lord God, for your finishing work on the cross. And because of that, enemy's back has been broken. His kingdom has been defeated. And you, Jesus Christ, are Lord of all. So we're talking about, I'm going to talk about dependence upon God. Uh, I want to go to uh, Ecclesiastes 9, verse 11. Um, as many people know, it's Solomon that wrote um, Ecclesiastes um, again, again. I again saw under the sun that the race is not, listen to this scripture. This is a beautiful scripture. I again saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift and the battle is not to the warriors and neither is bread to the wise, nor wealth to the discerning, nor favor to men of ability for time and chance overtake them all. See, this scripture should get you now not to put your trust in politics. It's not in all of that nonsense. Look, again, so under the sun, that the race is not to the swift. So it doesn't matter how fast you are. And the battle is not to the warriors. Doesn't matter what a great warrior you were. David showed that when he defeated Goliath. David was not a warrior. Goliath was a warrior. And neither is bread to the wise. Doesn't matter how smart somebody is. I've seen smart people lose everything in the stock market in my time. Um, and nor is wise to the wealth, to the discerning, nor favor to men of ability for time and chance overtake them all. You know, to be on the side that overtakes time and chance, you got to be on God's side. This is what it is. You have to be on God's side for time and chance not to overtake you. God says he will supply all of our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. David said in Psalm 121, I look up to the hills from where comes my help. So this is all about trusting in God. You can't trust in your own abilities. God has given everybody ability, but here's how your abilities work. They work in concert with God. This is how they work. They, if you try to take your abilities and function outside of God, let me tell you, they won't work. They work in concert with God. For one thing, here's what you have to do with your abilities. You have to, first and foremost, put trust in God, not in your abilities. Put trust in God. You seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness and all the things you need will be added. There's nothing about seeking first how good you are, how great you are, how fast you are, how smart you are, all of that, you'll be taken down each and every time. So you first put your trust, put your faith in God, regardless of your abilities. Put your faith 
in God, regardless of how much you've got, regardless of how fast you are. As I said, David said to Goliath, I come to you in the name of the God of Israel. He only needed a slingshot. He didn't have any armor on. David was not a warrior at that time. He was not a warrior. You know, Gideon was not a warrior. In fact, Gideon was hiding when God called him a mighty man of valor. And so what does this mean? With your trust in God, regardless of what people have told you that you are not, in God, you are. Wherever you had a weakness by in your own abilities, by trusting in God, you now have a strength. It's in his abilities. We, we heard it a few weeks ago. I spoke about Paul. Paul, they said, was given a thorn in the flesh. A messenger of Satan came to buffet him. But what did that, what did that do for Paul? It made Paul even better because what did God say? My strength is made perfect in weakness, right? So this is why Paul was able to rejoice in the excellence of God because now this thorn in the flesh came. He's not trusting in the flesh. He's trusting in God. I mean, of course, you don't need to have a thorn in the flesh to trust in God. God, Paul was given some very, very special revelation. I mean, what we are, what uh, for the most part, uh, uh, three quarters of the New Testament was written by Paul. That's some very, very special revelation. But here's what you do. You put your trust in God, knowing that you can trust in yourself and knowing that if you trust in God, you will get a much better outcome than if you were trusted in yourself. Look what it says. For time and chance overtake them all. Overtake, for time and chance, overtake them all. Look, some of the greatest athletes. Time has overtaken them. Well, obviously, because they're, they're not here now. Some of the greatest athletes uh, in wheelchairs, some of the greatest athletes, you know, well, are not the greatest athletes anymore, right? I mean, time and chat has overtaken them. And in terms of chance, oh, uh, 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 volatility in capital markets has overtaken some people, and some people have gone from being billionaires to being, well, nothing else financially, right? So time and chance overtakes him. But when you put your trust in God, it doesn't, people have had been upended in their relationships. But when you put your trust in God, he fixes your relationships. This is all about where are you putting your trust are you putting your trust in the flesh or are you putting it in God? This is why I speak so much about this world and politics and all of the foolishness that Christians are putting their trust in. They're putting their trust in. Yet listen, listen, uh, Constitution, okay, it's good, but it's not infallible. God's, the gospel is infallible. 
everybody, every country has got some form of a constitution and look where they are and every empire gets taken down and God will take them down. You know why God will take them down? God doesn't want people to think that man and flags and all of that foolishness is infallible. It's only God's kingdom that's going to be standing. God is never going to let one kingdom be like superior forever. It's never, ever happened in the history of the world. And if you don't know that, you don't know much about history. And it never will happen. Really, never will happen. And so what God wants us to do is put our trust in his kingdom, not in any earthly kingdom. It, this is key, folks. It's key because... I know I keep telling people, and I'm telling you, and if you continue to do that, your life won't change. Your life will not change. And I say this, I am not against anyone's beliefs in politics. Politics is not a threat to me. Let me just tell you that, because my trust is not there. It's not a threat to me. But let me tell you something, it's a threat to people who trust in it, because you're not able to derive the life that God wants to give you. God says that this world is fading away. It's fading away, everything in this world. And so we are to trust in things not of this world. David was a king of Israel. David didn't put his trust in his own monarchy. He didn't put his trust in his own monarchy, even though he was king of Israel. David's trust was in God. And that's what we have to do. We have to understand that things of this world are fallible. They are fallible. Doctors are fallible. You know, therapists are, are fallible. We are all fallible. But when you put your trust in God, you, know, you have the supernatural. And the reason why I say that these things of this world are not a threat to me, because they're all natural. We want to be trusting in the supernatural. Can do some prayer points. It's Lord God, give me the grace to trust in the supernatural. You know, some people think that this idea of the supernatural, oh, that's a strange paranormal, you know, Blair Witch Project thing. Nonsense. This is the supernatural power that is available to believers, to anybody that believes, to anybody that believes the gospel is supernatural. It's the power of God to save anyone that believes. No, not politics. No, not money. No, not education. Nothing in this world can do that. It's only the gospel. Lord God, give me the grace to live out my life supernaturally. You don't want the supernatural to seem like this scarce thing that only visits us now and again. No, give us the grace to live out our lives supernaturally. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we just praise your holy name. Father, we pray that you will give us the grace, Lord God, to live out our lives supernaturally, Lord God. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lord God, anywhere I have put trust in the natural, 
Give me the grace to let go and grab on to the supernatural law of God. The reason why David didn't put trust in his monarchy was because they were trusting in the supernatural. They wanted to come and make Christ a king. No, Christ's kingdom was not of this world. It's too low. It's too, too, too natural. And there are people who get offended when I talk about, no, don't put your trust in pot. I'm still going to do it because it's not helping you. Get away from men. You cannot, you can't serve two masters. You cannot serve two masters. And let me tell you something. Anything that's earthly that you are putting your trust in, it's a lie of the enemy. It's a lie of the enemy. And I'm not talking about any of these people who are running for office. No, they're just pawns. They don't know what they're doing. Really, it's a lie of the enemy. The enemy wants us to trust in this earth like it's heaven. And once you do that, you know, if someone were to say, what was, what, what was the problem with Judas? He trusts, yeah, he betrayed Christ. But what was the initial problem? Pouring his trust in earthly things instead of heavenly things. 30 pieces of silver. Really, this is what the enemy wants you to do. What was the problem with Peter? Pouring his trust in earthly things. This is why he denied Christ. Really, what was the success of Paul? Putting his trust in heavenly things. Really, what is going to be your downfall? Listen, it's pouring your faith in earthly things. I know those are, well, what about if I uh, uh, vote this? It's not about a side. It's not about a side. It's about the whole system. It's about the, the whole system. Lord God, give me the grace to trust in the heavenly over the earthly. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray that you will give us the grace to trust in the heavenly, Lord God, over the earthly, Lord. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Give us that grace, Father, Lord. We ask in Jesus' name. And they say, what something that you want God to do? Right, something you want God to do. I want you to, to, to pray right now for God to come through with that heavenly Something you've been wanting God to do. For well, God, will be uh, uh, healing. It could be. But here's the thing with God. Here's the thing with God. God doesn't want anyone and won't allow anyone to take their blessings and run. So this is only for people who are truly trusting in the heavenly and it's long gone. I'm trusting you to do this thing for me, and you and you doing this thing for me. I will immerse myself in you. It's not you do this thing for me, and boom, I'm out the door. No, no, no. God is a God. God is not Santa Claus. You do that with Santa Claus. I remember when I was a kid, going to sit on Santa's lap, get get your gift, and you're gone. That's not God, and you never see that Santa again. I know I never saw that Santa again because it's a different Santa every year, really. So 
And, I, and I'm sure the lot of Santas don't want to see, didn't want to see us kids again either. <laughs> you know, so it's Lord God, Lord God, do this thing for me. I will immerse myself in you. I will not take my blessings and run, Lord God. I will remain steadfast and stay. I will remain steadfast and stay and immerse myself more into you. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, I'm trusting for you to do that thing, whatever it is in your life. You know, pray that out. To do that thing, Lord God, I will not take my blessings and run. I will remain steadfast and stay, Lord God, and immerse myself in you. I would just thank you, Father. I praise your holy name, Lord. And in Jesus' name, amen. 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 I'm going to ask uh, you to do something now. I want you to pray for someone else, someone else that you know needs prayer. Someone else that you know needs prayer. Let's say, oh, sorry, this has gone. It's gone really dark. Oh, but um, someone else that you know needs prayer. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray that you would just, uh, whatever, whatever that person is that God has put on your heart, Amen, 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 amen. So uh, I'm going to do the caring call. Then I'm going to pass it over to um, to Sandy. Uh, Father Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know you shed your precious blood so that I might be saved. I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. I know, Lord, as I trust in you, time and chance will not overtake me, Lord God, as long as I trust in you. So I just thank you, Lord God, for my salvation. I know I am saved, Lord God. I don't have to feel it to know it, Lord God, because I trust in you. So Lord, build up my life, Lord God. Let me see my life, Lord, the way you would make it. I do not want to continue to try to build it, Lord God, because all I've done is break it. So make it into something that it could never be without you. And I will remain steadfast and stay in you, Lord God, in Jesus' name, amen.